what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Have you heard of ChatGPT? This is a new AI writing technology that is big conversation starters right now in all kinds of writing worlds and creative worlds. I'm excited to talk about it and dive into it today. In the episode, you're going to learn about what it is, how you might use it, and maybe what might cause you pause before you use it. As always, I'm so excited you're here for another episode of The Written Compass, so let's get started. If you've been in the writing, copywriting world lately, you have probably heard a something called chat GPT. I am super excited to talk this episode of The Written Compass about this new technology um, that's really not so new. Uh, if you recall, we've done an episode before where I talked about kind of the AI writing tools that are out there. So the concept is not new, but there's just a lot of really interesting conversation. So if you want to go back, that was September 2022, episode 44. Um, you can kind of get a little intro where I talk about other things, but this episode is going to be focused specifically on chat GPT. I want to kind of break down what it is, why you might care, and just some of my um, kind of take on um, how I think it might influence uh, and impact the book writing world. So first of all, you can do a quick search and find chat GPT pretty quickly. Essentially, this is an artificial intelligence tool that generates writing for you. The interesting thing about this is that it generates a pretty good amount. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that I played with um, for it. But just to get started, you do have to, um, if you want to go and play yourself, you do have to create a login with your email um, you share a phone number to get a code. And this, of course, is, you know, just part of them being able to be connected to you and send you things and all that good stuff. There are a few warnings that show up that I thought was interesting because it kind of leads to some of the, mm, I guess, to go along with that warnings that I would provide about using um, AI tools like this. So um, I'm just quoting them directly. And these are pop-ups that show up when you uh, log in. So it says, our goal is to get external feedback in order to improve our systems and make them safer. So they're going to be collecting data as you are using this tool. And then they said, while we have safeguards in place, the system may occasionally generate incorrect or misleading information and produce offensive or biased content. It's not intended to give advice. So I think this is really interesting because um, with any kind of good technology, and they also say conversations, quote, conversations may be reviewed by our AR trainers to improve our systems. And then of course, they don't want you to share any sensitive information. So um, essentially, what this tool is doing, it's like a mega search on the internet. So if something that you type in and say, please generate this thing, you don't have to use please, um, please generate this. And that's what they call a chat. And I'll talk about an example of what I did. It's going to scour the internet and it's going to pull together vocabulary and words in a way that very much mimics typical language patterns. And that's what makes it so cool and interesting is that it, it's, it's what you could write. Um, and so there's a little bit of like, well, you know, that's something that I might write. So here's how I played with it. Okay. I asked it to create, and here's how it connects to book writing world. I asked it to create an outline for a book about listening to your body. Um, and so what it did very quickly within about barely a minute, um, it created an outline. So it had an introduction with a title 
it had a title of the book. Um, it had seven chapters, all with their own titles and a conclusion chapter. And then within each chapter, it would create um, the subtopics that might be covered in that chapter. Boom, outlined right there. I've seen other people who have asked like um, for TV writing things, like write a five episode TV show about, you know, a love triangle or something like that. And same thing, it would generate like the overlaying, the overarching plot lines and, and themes for something like that. So just pausing there for a moment, I'm curious what shows up as you hear that, right? I can see a lot of benefit to talking and share, you know, getting this tool to support you, especially after you've started to do some writing, you're starting to nail down what you think you want your book to be about, to let this support you in creating something like an outline. Okay. What's going to be, well, I'm going to pause. <laughs> I'm going to talk about what's missing in just a little bit. Okay. So let's keep going. So then what I did after I asked it to talk about this outline and give me this outline, and it saves it, by the way, really interesting. So I'll get to go back in and find it later, is I asked it to write a chapter using that introduction topic and um, one of the subtopics. And it did that again within seconds. And it created about 480 words because I was curious about how long, right? So a chapter, while there's no typical have to length. Um, this created about 480 words, which in print would probably be about two ish or so pages, two to three pages. And we typically see a chapter anywhere from like seven to 10 pages. Again, that's very loose. And what I mean, the word typical. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, but it's pretty dang cool, right? Like it, it had sentences, it had ideas. What was interesting was, you know, it has, this has a lot of implication for us as writers and for copywriters and people who generate words um, in general. So um, what do we think about this is, is just what, what I keep pondering. You know, what does this mean for me? So I will tell you in the world of like education and in like copywriting, this could be potentially and is causing quite the flurry of concern, right? There's all kinds of issues with, you know, why would I hire a car copywriter when I could just tell chat, chat GPT, this is what I need. And it can spit it out, you know, a paragraph, a blurb in milliseconds, right? And so I was just doing a little bit of research just to see, I've had a lot of conversations with educators, my teacher friends, their concern around it happens to deal with um, citations and copyright issues. And it can provide things like analysis of text and literature and things like that. Typically it has to be a pretty common text, but again, why can it do this? It's because it's a really good searcher of the internet and it's able to pull those things together. And I was doing a little more research and I, I got to a business insider article, um, called if you still aren't sure what chat GPT is, this is your guide to the viral chat bot that everyone is talking about. Um, and this was put out February 1st, 2023. Uh, author is Sindhu Sundar. And they were quoting and getting some information and talking to some people about this, um, specifically a law professor at Emory University who studies copyright implications for training and using large language models like chat GPT. Because when we are, you know, whose words are these becomes the question and the conversation. And so there can be something said, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, right? It's all been said before. And when it comes to creating your own words and your own writing in your own book, 
I do think there is some, you know, ethical integrity questions that get to show up. But uh, Matthew Sag, this law professor says, there's a saying that an infinite number of monkeys will eventually give you Shakespeare. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, quote, there's a large number of monkeys here in chat GPT, giving you things that are impressive. Like I said, the outline to the book, the 480 words in a potential chapter. But there is intrinsically, he says, quote, there's intrinsically a difference between the way the humans produce language and the way that a large, that large language models do it. And so this is where, when people are getting all up in arms about this, there's no question that chat GPT and other AI tools can do, quote, do a lot. And if you want, if what you desire is what is already in existence and searchable on the internet, just put together in a way that, you know, is kind of DIY done, excuse me, done for you, not DIY, done for you, um, DFY, then this can be useful, right? I do see this as being supportive, a supportive, potential supportive tool for my own clients, right? I have a client who she uses it as an idea starter. She uses it when she's going to create emails and she kind of gets this hit of this is the focus. And maybe she wants to know, you know, if there's a cool quote out there. And so she will pop in a phrase or an idea in chat GPT just to see what shows up. And then she gets to make an informed intentional decision from there right? And ultimately uses her own words. So there is no denying that this tool can do a lot. Again, if you are okay with simply pooling together what is already out there in existence and searchable on the internet, there is already, I did um, some additional searching. There's already, we will have, if not, it's already there, the chat GPT book, right? The self-published chat GPT book. There are online courses being sold about how you can do this and basically, you know, write your book in a matter of 24 hours using this tool. And that's going to happen. And I think we can all take a collective deep breath and go, that's okay, right? That is probably, I'll just speak for myself. I'm not using that. That's not what's going to be for me because it doesn't feel aligned. Not that I'm like, oh, this is the end of, you know, humans and their writing and their ability to create. Absolutely not. And let's use the tool. Let's examine it for what it is. So the moment that you need to create, you know, more emotional writing or the moment you want to tell your story, well, chat GPT is not going to be able to do that for you. And so one example is I asked it to um, write something that would make me laugh. And it just told me a joke, like a one line joke. And I just think that's fascinating. I had another friend who played with it um, to say, like, you know, tell me a sad story. And it wasn't able to, to produce anything. So recognizing the tool for what it is, feeling into the alignment as always your embodiment, does this feel aligned and supportive to me? And whatever shows up from there, making decisions because of that, like, I don't think this is the enemy. I think this is simply another technology tool that we get to as humans um, decide how we want to use it. So I always remind people, like, don't forget that writing was a technology. Before this, we we had oration and that was it. And as soon as humans started writing things down, that was going to be, you know, the death of, of 
humanity and mankind, right? In the same tone and same token, the pencil (laughs) became a technology and the fact that you could erase, that was also something that was seen as, oh my goodness, right? Like people are just going to be able to say whatever they want and take it away. And you can see how technology has progressed since then. So we get to decide, right, what we want this technology to mean and how we want it to impact us versus we, we are not victims here to this new technology, right? We get to decide. So I'm excited to hear what people have to say about this tool. I'm curious if you've used it and if so, how. I think it's fascinating anytime we get to talk about writing and how writing gets created. I think it's really, really powerful. And as I talked about in the previous episode, episode 44, about AI writing tools you know, really coming to realize, am I using this because I think I don't have what I need to get my words down? That's a very different approach than I'm using this as a tool to support me or spark ideas. So I can't wait to hear what everyone has to say about this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, And I just can't wait to see what the technology will be next because we know it will continue to evolve. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.